All right, playing playing devil's advocate, though, you can look at it in a lot of different ways. We've seen so many games that start out one way and go the other, and without I, I, having absolutely, any ability to Absolutely. But you, you missed the beginning part of the conversation. And if I had I, – I honestly felt I was going to win the matchup that week. Yeah. I, I think – yeah, you know, it's 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 really tough to call. I, I don't think the Bills defense gets anywhere near what they got. Uh, no, and he would have needed to have an explosion. I don't even think Diggs was going to get what he got. I mean, look, I, I'm not I'm not I'm not upset with Rachel. I'm not even like because Rachel by far had the best fantasy season out of anyone in the league. I mean, I, I'm not disputing that. I'm not saying I that. I don't know, man. All those texts about how furious you were with Rachel, that was not nice. I didn't like that. I was. <laughs> but, like, if, if I had lost it in a clean – and not, I, clean's not even the right word. If I had just lost it in a regular week, it would be easier to take. Yeah. But I mean, well, we also know that you don't like extra games Monday night. And this was the ultimate. This Monday. is the ultimate extra game. The curse of the kicker at its finest. <laughs> this is the ultimate. Like, and Tamala, like, I will say that there is a there is a silver lining if there ever was one, which is, you know, that, that you guys worked it out in a way and, and through your own proposed idea, it, it came back to help you at least from the uh, the small, uh, not as not as important, but from the small financial side. Of being able to say, hey, we split it. But, but honestly, honestly, I would much rather, you know, you take all the winnings and you just put my name on the trophy. Now that trophy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it costs like, from what I understand, it costs like $280 just to flip over one and get it engraved the right way. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, look, just the, I mean, and, and really the, the, that's, that's what it is. It's, it's. I, I was so close, and really, even going into that game, I mean, I, I was tasting it, and yes, we, we came up with agreement. Would I have loved to have been a jackass and been like, nope, go with, go with whatever, you got a zero, you get your 12 points you got, and then... There were teams that did that, yeah. I mean, look, yeah, there, there are lots of leaks, and I mean, look, and, and again, really, this is all me, like, this is nothing to do with Rachel. And like I said, I, I will be the first to admit Rachel had the best team in the league this year. But it just it's hurt and it's hurt all week. Oh boy. Oh boy. This is very uh, cathartic for the Tamales. <laughs> this is what we Listen, were looking man, for. I hope I can provide some stats tonight that will only make you feel better. Yeah, We'll see about that. <laughs> We will see about that. Yeah, I'm actually probably going to make it. And guys, this is week, episode 19 of season seven of the Fantasy Trail. We've been, this is last show of the year. Um, Bittersweet. You know, we've, 19 episodes, 20, uh, you know, a little over, so that's a little over five months of podcast. I don't know about your Wives, I know my wife will probably be a little happy that I'm no longer yelling down in the um, Means I leave her alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If anything, mine will be upset it's over. <laughs> but so here we are. An- another season. Um, 
gone. And, you know, we were talking about it, but congratulations to Rachel. Um, she had a great year. Back-to-back -back championships. Um, is that the second time that's happened? We are. What was the first? Uh, g give me a second. I'll look. I mean, I know we, we were trying to compile that data for the site a good while back, but we had some we had some empty years. Yeah. I thought you went. Didn't you go back to back? I mean, I think had, again, we're, we're talking so long ago, I don't even think we have a record of it. But this is this is way so pretty. So let it be written. So let it be. But, but I, I, you don't remember you going back to back. I won like three of the first four, and then I never won again. Well, yeah, but so but I want to say you went. Well, back if to it back. was three of the first. Four, I mean, I had to go, go back to back, 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 back one time. Three of the first four, but this was like fifteen years ago. So I, I believe that's what happened. Very differently back then. Yeah. Um. So you know what? I I I haven't updated it. Um. And, but I will drop the um, link to the website. Um, yeah, you're welcome. There you are, Cuzzy. But I, I, I will do the link to the website, and then I'm trying to get it pulled up now. Um, yeah, I mean, Mike and I were talking about it at uh, recess today. We're going, we're, <laughs> we're mentioning the back-to-back -back thing, and just saying, you know, that that Rachel kind of she does it in the in a unique way. You know, that three guys that sit here and tinker as if we were in yes, a, we a show. Just nonstop tinkering and changing our lineups. And Tamala's like benching guys to try and motivate him like he's a real coach. And you got he's <laughs> making trades. We, we got people doing all kinds. I'm changing team names. I'm I'm picking up kickers that don't have squads. And and through all that, we just we can't we can't get over the hump now. Grano, I know you won a couple years ago, but like for the most part, I know uh, the the family has kept has kept the trophy for there. You years. go, but for the most part, this the, the three the three idiots that that run this, we just can't seem to do it. And Rachel, yeah. she just sits back and she just makes you know second most or mo least moves and manages to just dominate. Dominate. It's, it's, uh, it's something. Well, a lot of props. Yeah. Uh, so we don't have anything back to back. Um, But honestly, I, th I think you were you were in there, JT. Yeah, I mean, it would have been like 2007, 2008. That's a long time ago. No, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it's been a bit. So, well, uh, listen, I've got all all the the info uh, with my with my end of the year stats. Oh, that's just that's so so ridiculous. And meanwhile, Rachel's also like benching people because they're playing the Bills, and somehow it's working yes, out. Exactly. I'm playing with real squads; it's just not working. It's, it's on the Mahomes. Yeah. So, all right, JC, so you want to pull up those stats, or anything else you want to add? Um, I mean, I certainly I don't have anything else. I, I have everything else for me that I would cover in the stats. Uh. If it's all right, I'd, I'd prefer actually not to pull it up and I just share it with everybody at the end because okay. it kind of ruins it if people are just looking ahead. Um, I agree. But I would be definitely happy to share this. And Tamala, if you want, there we can put this on the website. I have the last two years, um, so maybe we could make a tab for end of the year stats. I was I saying think, to make. I think you already have it. Well, I, I, no, I don't. But I think you have 
editing rights. Oh, okay. You, then you I do, do that have too. editing right. rights. Yeah, yeah. All right. Sounds good. Um, you uh, and Serrano's Harnett County Google account. <laughs> No longer exists, my friend. I, I spilled orange juice on my heart. They yeah, got rid of that one quick, too, man. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it was like less than a day. <laughs> um, but, you know, the best thing, I, I, I can't remember how many years I've actually had the stats, but I was able to look at the note from last year and, and use that as the template this time, Tamala. So it allowed me to actually compare a few things and to see. And, you know, there's so many times where we forget just exactly how things went down in the previous year. So this was good to be able to really put a number to it or like to see an amount comparatively. So uh, let's just start with the constellation bracket. You know, I had that little spreadsheet rolling. I saw a few of you popping in there. Um, there. There wasn't too much going on, but as Mike noted, everybody got affected by that with the Bills Bengals game. And Every single person in there voted for the same outcome that you and Rachel went with. So Joel and Mike were the only two that were impacted uh, with players, but both matchups were impacted mm -hmm. as a result. So after three matchups, uh, the winner of that was Joel, and it was a landslide. Um, she put up three straight weeks that would have been absolutely dominant. Uh, if she was performing like that throughout the year, there would have been no question she'd have been making it in the playoffs. So she had 456 points, ended up being like 152 a week. Like, I mean, huge numbers, huge numbers. So she won the 20. Uh, Scarano, you actually came in second going one and two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is rather impressive. Um, you had 346 points, so you had 110 less points than her in three weeks. That's crazy. Unbelievable. Um, Brian, you, uh, scored two less points than Scarano, but you had a one and two record as well. And the reason I think Brian is probably smiling right now after frowning when he had to see Rachel's trophy continue to, uh, you know, hold a special place on their mantle is that that means he did not come in last. He defeated Jake by 16 points, who also was one and two. You guys really had an awesome show. Yep. Um, and Jake therefore is going to have the special privilege to engrave. What do you guys think about this? How should that be done? I know Rachel's already kind of thought this through. What's your opinions on it? I think it should be mailed out to the Arizona area. Yep, that would be a problem. He lives in New York. Yeah. Well, my bad. Um, yeah, but still. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you say when you're wrong. Three years, man. <laughs> I mean, okay, so will Rachel see Jake this summer? I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a, a good thought. I mean... Just bring up the plaque. Actually, you know what I think? I I, I think that e either Rachel mails it to Jake, brings it up to Jake, or... I suggested the packing materials, Rachel. Or... I never mind. Ra Rachel just offers to do it herself. She fixes last year's and takes Casey's name off and put his on backwards. Perfect. I, I think everything in the Casey's really has to go. Take whatever postage money you would have had and just put it towards that. You have a full 9-1 league vote for that already. I just checked. And then, you know, Jake can just Vimo or Cash App or whatever they want to use to pay for it. Jake, we're still waiting for Jake to pay for the consolation, so I don't know if that's the best idea tomorrow. <laughs> uh, but 
That was it was very interesting. You know, Joel was the closest uh, I think to making the playoffs. Her, her and Brian were were pretty close. Jake was too. I don't know. Maybe everybody was in there, but she dominated. So fun little thing there. Um, yeah. So I think is this because Jake's not in the group chat? I wrote him three times, so I don't think that's what it was. I think he just like Jake. Jake, Jake he just forgot. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, that could be, but, like, I don't know. He did vote for what we were going to do in the constellation. He did. He did. So, and, so, and, and he, uh, you know, he's he's been a watcher of the show. And yeah. anytime I talk to him, he's super into it. I, I just think you forgot. It's five bucks. You know, we're, we're going to make I, mean, I don't know. But, like, do we want to move over to a different platform where he could be included in the group chat? Like I, do miss, I, I do miss having him in there. Yeah. Like, you, you, you know, uh, I mean, there, there's a bunch of them. Um or uh, maybe, and, and maybe this, this is the rule. We have, I think, iPhone lets up to ten. Isn't that right? Yeah. So, so, Scrawn, all you gotta do is just. Go well, you could cut. Phone. You could cut Jess out of it. <laughs> but I hate that. I like having her be a part of it. But so I mean, that's you, where I, it stinks. I'd rather have another platform than have to remove somebody. Okay. I mean, I don't know. See what she thinks. I'd rather. I'd rather do what Smile is saying there. Uh, but I, I don't know. Maybe just get a group me or something going. Yeah, I mean, something. All right. Anyway, uh, Michael and I competed uh, with a little friendly wager on the side to have something to play for the final two weeks, and he beat me both weeks. It, it really wasn't all that close. Uh, it was it was a letdown. I didn't even look the last week. It was it was just a, a bummer. I might have passed him with with Burrow's performance, but it it, it didn't matter. Um, so Michael takes fifth. I get sixth. Uh, Colin pretty handily defeated Casey. So Colin takes three and Casey takes fourth. And then, uh, as we were discussing earlier, Rachel had a unexpected, shocking little comeback. Um, and honestly, she could, she could send that trophy to Naheem Hines because he is the entire reason that that happened. And, you know, the, the two kick returns are, that's the difference. And if you took that away, even digs and a good, you know, a mediocre defense game wouldn't have been enough. Uh, so tomorrow you just caught a you caught a, a weird a weird event. Very strange, man. I mean, one kickoff return is strange. Uh, two is unprecedented in many instances. So I think you ended up losing by ten and a half. Uh, the money was split. I know that doesn't mean as much, but it, at least there is, uh, to me, a little more balance as a result of that. Perhaps not as much as as you were hoping. <laughs> Um, so just kind of charting, I didn't do this for everybody, but Rachel in first was, uh, back to back Tamala, you in second, you jumped up from ninth last year. Uh, there so you go. a significant, nice improvement. Um, so Rachel just dominant. Got to give a shout out to, oh, totally in sold. Uh, <laughs> you had me at Casey. Um, got to give a shout out to Colin too. Uh, you know, I was a little uh, bummed out with uh, how he handled that quarterback situation. I actually think he probably might have had a better year if he if he followed through with that. Um, although we'll never know. But Colin was second last year, third this year. So two straight top three finishes, not easy. Good, good for him. Um, and then Tamala, much like you, Casey, he jumped from last. He went from fourth to last. So, you know, th- those were the top four. Um, everybody else was kind of in that range um, of, of where they were. 
Um, the biggest the biggest drop was Scarano. Mm. Scarano, you were third last year, and you dropped down to eighth. Um, it's so just, third with the with the regular season record lead. Yeah. Right. Well. Yeah. Well, no, really the final record. Right. Yep. Agreed. Um, so that brings us to our end of the year wrap up. So I'm going to kind of do a little rapid fire and stats. I'll stop kind of at the end of each section. Uh, I started no commentary. points. Um, most points in the league was Rachel. She was at 147.2. Scarano, you actually did better than that last year. You were in like the 152 range. Mm-hmm. So um, Rachel was dominant this year. Mike, you were even more so last year. Um, so wait, wait, 142? 147 147.2. That is our lowest uh, points per game average since 2017. Wow. That's strange. That's strange because Rachel that's was strange. dominant. So I think that says a and lot. I, about- it says something about the NFL is what yeah. we're really getting at then, Jay. Uh, you know, we do have a sheet that tracks that all the way back to 2013 Very cool. on the website. That's cool, Very man. Cool. Scrano, I got a little bad news, buddy. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. And see, this next part you're not going to love. Uh, you had the least points scored, and you were only 121 a game. Uh, last year, we had a, a much higher least points scored. So just in in line with the Rachel thing, too. There was just a drop across the board. There's a drop across there. And, and so this has to be said about the NFL. It's something that's happening with defenses, perhaps? I think there's more players that are, are – the ball is getting spread around more. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, Even wide receivers, running backs, you don't have the bell cows. Yeah. No, no question. Yep. Um, So if Rachel had played Scarano every week, uh, she would have beat him every week by an average of 26.2 points. There you are. (laughs) That's not going to be that bad, Jay. Uh, Six out of six playoff teams were the most points scored. We didn't have anybody sneak into the playoffs with, uh, you know, a a shady record that, you know, really just had uh, something working out well for him. Um, Scarano, on the plus side, you had the most points against you. So you actually had more points against you per week than Rachel average. You had 147.6 against you. She had 147.2 a game. Wait so, a second. Wait a second. Let's go back here just one more time. Say yeah. that. Say the numbers just one more time. Like points against? 147.6 was you, and her score was 147.2. So by four-tenths of a point, you actually had more points against you per week than Rachel and the high score. Yeah. It's almost so, like, so you're saying it's like playing the first place team every week, every week. So essentially what we had mentioned. Uh, so it would be great. like if you played Kansas city every single week, what yeah. would your record be? It's pretty wild. And then Tamala, this is your first appearance on the list here, buddy. Uh, you had the least points against you. The list is bad, man. <laughs> and uh, buddy, you only had 118.3 a game. That is three points easier than if you played Scarano every week. <laughs> so he, so okay. So let's think about this, Matt. I've been playing Kansas City every week. You have been playing Houston or Chicago every week. I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I guess. No, I like. Way. I like. Nope, nope, no, nope, no. Nope, I like it like this. Yeah, that's that's the trolling way to go about this. Um, <laughs> there was a difference between the highest and lowest against of twenty nine point three points per game. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, that, that's even more than the highest and lowest points scored. So definitely played a role. Tamala, you had a great season no matter what. But as we talk about many times here, that was definitely helpful. Um, 
there were four of the six playoff teams that had the the least points against in, in uh so you know it, it didn't determine everything there were certainly a couple playoff teams that still put it up rachel was one of them that had points against um pretty high but it did help you know i was one of those that it helped for sure okay uh, i looked at just team by team basis uh best point differential so every matchup that you played tamala you outscored your opponents by 19.5 points per game almost 20 per game okay. the second place was me and i was 10.8 so you outscored uh everybody else by over nine points per game against your opponent hey matt jay was coming in like he was going to be picking on me you're the one who's been getting most of it today buddy i don't see that that's, as a that's, that's a good stat yeah that's a good stat yeah but don't worry scrano you're coming up I'm soon coming up. thank you <laughs> um even though I was second in the league, I won three less games than Tamala, which uh, was interesting because Rachel was very close to that. She was 10.2 points per game above her opponent, and she only won one less game than Tamala. So I, I do feel, you know, obviously I'm the man who makes the stats, but I feel like I had a little bad luck at times this year, considering uh, how some of that worked out. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, that's what happens. Scarano, welcome to the next category. All right. Point differential. Good, sir. You lost by an average of 26.6 points per week. Okay. It's not great. That's not good. No, no. It's great. And I here's why. a fully lost season. So yeah. okay. and, and here's why. Brian was second, and he only lost by an average of 14. So Yeah, I mean. I mean, 12 and a half points yeah. was pretty sick. Every week. Yeah. Almost and double. Then, even crazier than that, the third place team was Joel, who lost by an average of only six points per game. So it drops very quickly. And then everybody else with these are right on par or a, had a positive differential. Okay. So interesting to see that. Scrano, uh, you went from the best point differential last year to the to worst the this year. Yes. And Mala, sir, you went from the worst last year to the best this year. So you guys did the old switcheroo. Very interesting to see that. See why I don't want it to be any type of keeper dynasty league. <laughs> I think that's an argument for why you should want it. Mm, okay. I after this past year, I would say no, but go go ahead. Yeah, two years ago though. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Any any thoughts? That that wraps up my points discussion. Fellas. No, I mean I, I think I think uh, as much as the point differential matters the way the league set up it i mean it doesn't the six teams in the playoffs were the six highest scoring teams so even if we just completely eliminated head-to-head -head matchups playoffs would have been the so, same so what Matt's well, saying is is it makes it so as much as we were very 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 concerned and you know our talk through years about a progressive point scoring system yeah everything kind of seemed to come out in the end anyway and that's what generally seems to happen. It, I think it does because I do believe we've done subtle tweaks along. Yes, I would say I would say we're halfway there to a progressive point scoring system with the two with the the final two teams getting in via points. Mm -hmm. We're halfway there. Yep. Take it away, Jake. Okay, let's move to some specific players. Let's see who was dominant this year. If you remember last year, Cooper Cup was the leading fantasy scorer average per game. And uh, 
I think that was one of the first times in a very, very long time that it was a wide receiver that mm-hmm. had that distinction. This year we had Mahomes. Mahomes led all players this year with 27.5 points per game, uh, which was actually 1.2 points higher per game than Cup was last year. It was 25.8. So Mahomes, it just it didn't feel like he was dominant sometimes, but he really was. Um, and it's interesting. It didn't, but, like, how much different is that than the second highest scoring quarterback? Uh, not much. Allen was very, very close. I mean, I, I that then where was Cup compared to the next receiver? Cup last year, the difference between Cup and the next highest wide receiver mm-hmm. was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I just think it's rare to have a wide receiver up top, no matter what. But yes, oh, absolutely. It's always a QB. If you would have asked me last year, even having him on my team, and you would have said, without even looking at it, who do would I predict to have that? I would have definitely still said a quarterback. Yeah, I agree. Uh, all right, hey, you threw, I, I, you, I, I got a quick question, JT, and you probably don't have this stat handy. Do you know what Cup was averaging before he got injured? I do. What I was do. he averaging? Uh, it was it was like a, a 20, 22.4. I was looking at it yesterday. He was having a very good That's season. That's pretty insane now. Uh, and, and I will be able to I, I address that yeah. actually in just a second. So he was doing great, but he would not have been anywhere near where he was. Uh Okay, you two appear. <laughs> Here you go again. Jamal, you had two of the top five scoring players on average in the league. Can you name who they were? Jalen Hurts, Travis Kelsey. No, no, no. Eckler and Kelsey. There we go. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was actually Eckler and Hurts. Hurts was average. Remember, not, not taking total points. Average, he was a little higher than Kelsey. Okay. Okay. Hurts was like a 26 a game. He was really, really good. Uh, but Eckler was the other one. So you had two of the top five. That's pretty crazy. Uh, and then Scarano. That was after with Eckler having starting off the year terribly. It did, yeah. Scarano, you had an interesting stat. You had two of the top 10 scoring players in the league, but each player was only worth one win for your whole season. So uh, say it just one more time, just so I can. Okay. You had two of the top 10 in the league. Uh, in a 10 team league, you had two of the top 10. Highest scoring players. Adams? Um, yep. I don't know. Wow. I'm going to let you think on that. Uh, each one only got you one win, though. You only had two wins. So it, it kind of astounding. Um, there were only two teams that had no one in the top 10 in scoring average. It was Casey and it was Michael. Two playoff teams. Playoff teams. Interestingly enough. Let's go into say. Yeah. All right. Let's look by position. So, Rachel. Rachel was dominant in a couple areas, but Rachel had two of the top six QBs. <laughs> I don't think Lawrence saw the field more than one game when the uh, the maybe two games when uh, the Chiefs were on a bye and they were playing the Bills. But uh, wow, she had Mahomes and Lawrence. That is pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. Jamal, you had a pretty cool distinction. You had the top running back and the top tight end. That's a that's a cool thing. Those are the two players you mentioned earlier. Um, Casey, I think, had an unusual one. Two players that I don't think anybody would have predicted were in the top eight of running backs, and he had them. Two of the top running backs were on his team out of the top eight: Ramondre Stevenson and Tony Pollard. Stevenson was a top. And I think it's just it must be Geno Smith, right? For mine, 
Yeah. Okay. It was. Yep. He, he was doesn't put up any really big games, though. It's kind yep. of a... I know. Very when much fluid. When, Toronto, when did you start playing Gino? <laughs> it was a while. Week 18. <laughs> no, no, no. I would say maybe week eight. But he had a debate every week with me in the classroom. Is this the week, Jay? Should I sit yeah. him? Should I play him? Um, but yeah, Stevenson and Pollard. It was really interesting. Yeah. Those are two guys that had a timeshare. And two yeah. guys that would not have been, you know, top eight picks for that. And they – how many points in front of, of Harris would they have been, of Najee? Uh, I mean, I'd have I don't to know. Go. We don't know. I don't know yeah. offhand, but that was who he took the first one. I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah. Right, right. Um, I had two of the top ten running backs as well. Um, just thought that was interesting that Casey and I held down four of the top ten um, in a in a ten-team league. My two were a little more understandable. They're both kind of bell cows, um, Chubb and Mixon, although Chubb's in a little bit of a split. Uh, that's two years in a row that he's been a top 10 back, mm-hmm. and he's not getting drafted that way. It's, it's interesting. Um, Colin was the one who had the top wide receiver. That was Jefferson. And then you start to wonder, like, how did some of these teams make the playoff? Ah, Casey had two of the top eight running backs, right? Ah, there it is. That makes sense because he mm-hmm. didn't have some of the other things. But what he did have – was uh you know there's running but michael right we haven't heard that name how did he make the playoffs how did he sneak in michael had three of the top 10 wide receivers on his team three mm. of the top 10 he had lamb waddle and cooper cooper made it into the top 10 with which interesting not i would have i would have thought that yeah cooper had a real good year really good year yeah. really good year with a very it. volatile quarterback situation yes so I think that may be the most impressive stat other than the Rachel one. Uh, and then, well, I thought it was the most impressive. And then Rachel also had two of the top nine wide receivers. <laughs> so she had not only two of the top 10 quarterbacks or top six, excuse me, but then two of the top nine wide receivers, Diggs and Smith, your boy Smith. Kamala, what do you think yeah. I mean, and like, I mean, he, he had a funny year, like the second half, well, not even the second half, really the, last third of the season he's really taken off yeah um the top scoring defense was mine it was the patriots they were 10.6 per game yeah Yeah, they did great i understand uh they had they had seven uh special teams or defensive touchdowns that certainly helped Um, How, how many did they give up I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, two. <laughs> I don't know when they happened. Uh, there was only one other defense that averaged more than nine points. It was the Cowboys, and they were 9.2. So most defenses, as always, it didn't matter. were scoring less than nine and inconsistent. And, and even for the ones that were great, they were well below. They, I, I'd love to get rid of them. Um, there was not a single full-time kicker in the league that averaged more than 10 points per game. Okay. The highest one was was Tucker. He had 9.6 a game. It was Casey. I, I just don't – I don't know. I hate I hate both those positions so much. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's time we get rid of them. Yeah, I'd be on board. All right, fellas, a little trivia time. Last year, we had 18 players that were legit players that scored more than 20 points per game on average. 
And when I say legit players, I mean, for example, this year, Davis Webb scored more than 20 points per game. He played one game. He had 22 points. I did not include him on this list. Okay. Same thing last year. So legit players. Now, that does not mean injury does not get factored in. Uh, I did not count guys that got injured after week one, although there wasn't anybody really in that category. Uh, but there was one player that was injured a little later in the season that still is in this category. We had 18 last year. Keeping with our theme, how many players do you think averaged above 20 this year? We had 18 last year? 18 last year. This is okay. quarterbacks. 14. And I have an interesting statistic that I just brought up because I'm looking at my team. Go ahead. So even though Gino, you were saying, was high, all right, he's still at 19.6. So that's telling you. Remember how you how you were saying that I had two guys in the top. Do you remember that? You were, you were mentioning that before. So this mm-hmm. number has had to have gone down big time. I'm going to say like eight. 13. It was 11. You guys are right in okay. between. Okay. So only six of them were not quarterbacks. All right. So these are the non-quarterbacks that average more than 20 a game. Jamar Chase. Tyreek Hill. Christian McCaffrey, Justin Jefferson, Austin Eckler, and then Cooper Cup. And that's the one where you got the injury that that played a role. Yeah. So Kelsey must not. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You didn't say a running back at all, did you? McCaffrey. Oh, you said McCaffrey. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you say Adams? Nope. Nope. He's at 19.7. There you go. It's close, man. I mean, I pulled it up and I just dropped it on the average and I just looked at how many hit that goal. I was surprised. I thought it'd be more. Mm-hmm. And that means only five QBs were above that, too. So, Can you name them, Scarano? Boy, I wouldn't be able to do it. Hurts, yeah. Allen, yeah. Mahomes, yeah. Burrow. Yeah, that, he was number four. I think that's, sure. I can't name anyone else. I'm not sure who the fifth is either. Herbert, maybe? No. It could it be Lamar Jackson with the injuries? Could it be Cousins? <laughs> you put up good numbers. Um, okay, uh, that is the last of my players category. What do you guys think? Well, Let's I mean, I like it. Swarms down. I mean, I think that was clear. I think, I mean, we had a couple big scores. Before the buy started, but once the buy started, our scores as a league plummeted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're. I, I would say we were probably. Av- I mean, do we have average score for the league like one thirty ish? I mean, I didn't calculate it, but if you, you know, I would be curious. Math, not, yes. not saying you should have it, Jay, but I would be curious to know if it's the spreading the ball around like we were suggesting before. And if you actually crunch these numbers, are teams scoring less points? I mean, yes, I I, I think so. I know we I can't guess. be 100% because, because if you're spreading right. it out, it shouldn't be. All right, you guys want to know the fifth quarterback? Okay, so look at Mahomes. He set the passing record. Um, Yards. Yeah. yeah. And, like, he had a good year. But, like, I don't remember. Like, I mean, I wouldn't. Was his touch? Well, how were his touchdown numbers? I don't know compared to previous years. That's all I'm saying. I mean, it's... listen, uh, 
they're not bad because he had a, a few really awesome games. He had a five, he had a four, he had a four. But all right, I got the stats up. Ready? Uh, the top quarterbacks: Mahomes, who beat Allen by one tenth of a point, who beat Hurts by two tenths of a point. So all three of those were within three tenths of a point. Those guys were all at a a, a different level. Uh, the next one was Burrow at twenty four, uh, and that is our top four. Those are the top four scores. Those are our top four overall. The fifth one that we forgot about is Justin Fields. Really? Yeah. Because I was going to say Geno Smith isn't in there, so now I'm trying to. Yeah. But there's an issue. There, there is somewhat of an injury issue that I, you know what I mean. What if I told you that the next quarterback was Tua? I mean, I could see that. But my, here's yeah, the real part. Out, and then it was Geno, and then it was Kyler Murray, and then it's Lamar. There's that second tier of like injured running quarterbacks, right? It's yes. where, where, where does Trey Lance fit on this? The MVP. Uh, a little further down. Uh, Kelsey, by the way, 18.6 per game. And the closest one to make it, it was Diggs. Diggs was 19.8. So if we're rounding, we would have made it. Uh, and the highest. I will, say, I will say, though, Kelsey's really dropped off the past month. Yeah. I would say same for Diggs. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> except for one game. Uh, the highest scoring non quarterback by average for the second year in a row <laughs> was Cooper Cup. Although he beat them last year. So you can talk about why my season went went in the pooper. Yeah, uh, sure. 22.4 points per game went out the window. Sure. Burn me. Uh, all right. Speaking of health, turns out health luck matters. You guys are never going to believe this. The top seven quarterbacks in, in our league, the top seven scoring guys, they missed a combined four games. Yeah, and two of those were because of a cancellation. Oh, the really only so two Burrow. Games two I see what you're saying. So Burrow Allen, and then that. Yeah, was it. and the only two that we got missed hurts, or your your boy hurts. Yep, yep. The top seven running backs. This is the to me the most shocking thing in 2022. The top seven running backs. How many games do you think they missed? Three. I'll say five. Two. Do you? Okay. 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 Let's go back to some of your ideas now, Jay. Remember how you're saying that things are spread out and they're at the bell cows and everything like that? Could that be a contributing factor on why running backs are staying healthier? That that could be. But, you know, running backs are pretty tough. And if they're going to miss a game, the injury is usually a big injury, like an ACL. And then they're not going to be up there. They're out for a while. Yeah. The only two missed were Barkley with his neck injury and Henry with the one Thursday night miss. That was it. The other played every game. Wait, wait, Bark. Okay. Yeah. Barkley missed one. And, he, and we're not counting week 18 with Barkley. No, because because not, he yeah. wasn't involved in any yeah. teams who were playing. Well, yeah. he, he played. He didn't play week No, eight. no, no, no. Jay, he means like last week. Like this yes. past oh, Sunday. Okay. 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 Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. Um, top seven wide receivers. Same as the running backs. Only really? two. And one was and one was because of cancellation. It was Diggs. The the only one who missed one in the top seven was my guy, Amon Ra. Okay. He had the concussion, missed the one game. So okay. I know it, it comes. No- I don't know. It kind of feels like he missed more. He was he was banged up a little bit. He was banged up for a couple weeks. He came back, yeah, and did not have good matchups. 
Um, and then there was one game where he caught the first pass and then got the concussion. So it, it obviously yeah, it was, counts as a game. I understand what yeah, you're saying. It counts as a game. Um, all right. Uh, so that's health. I don't think it comes as any surprise that obviously health leads to higher points, but it's just interesting to see because all three of those areas, the numbers were down in terms of games missed from last year. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's head, to, let's head to the draft. Love it. All right. I looked at it like this. Here was my qualifications. I looked at rounds 19 through round seven. I said anything later than round seven or later, I considered a steal because I did six times 10. That's the top 60. Those are the guys that everybody pretty much is solid on and knows is going to be great. It doesn't mean round seven is not good players, of course, but I, I consider it a steal because if you, you got, had to cut it somewhere, right? Yeah. You had to, at you some ended point. Up round seven and you ended up, if you were a wide receiver or a running back, you were in the top 15 of your position. I put you on this list. Okay. And if you were a quarterback, if you were in the top seven, I put you on this list. Okay. So I had pretty high standards in order to be, but same as last year. There were no studs at all drafted in the final two rounds. It was very much across the board, almost kickers and defenses for most teams. Okay. Makes sense. Remember when kickers used to go in like the fourth round? Yeah. I never did that. Uh, (laughs) People are learning. We're getting better. Um, In round 17, the only player that fits this category was Tua. Tua was drafted by Jake. We then dropped him. Who then had Michael Thomas pick him up? Who then traded him back to Jake? I mean, JT, according to his performance last year, though, let, let's let's just make sure we're in the right context. I was almost to the point where I'd say that he was written off. Like I'm surprised he got potential drafted. cut. I maybe mean, we were talking a little too soon yeah. on that, but I'm surprised he got drafted. Uh, he was 19.7 points a game. He missed four and a half games, so it is an interesting one. But nobody else of any value really drafted in the 17th. Okay. In the 16th, Rachel stole Trevor Lawrence. 19 points a game would have been a good starting quarterback. He was a top five quarterback, mm-hmm. five points per game. Yes, but he didn't play. What do you mean? He, she never played him. All I'm oh, doing is. She didn't play. I understand. It's the first he wasn't on the market, you have to say, though, yeah. Matt. I mean, but I would argue this, Tamala. If she didn't take him and somebody else did, like let's say Scrano took him there instead of uh, you know Rogers, you would have played him every week. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. I mean, I I understand, but like it doesn't. A steal, I get it. I get it. But, but when Rachel was sitting Mahomes for those two weeks, she had a very good hands. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, round fifteen. This was a great steal. Jamal Williams for Colin. Huge. Uh, looked like Swift was going to be the guy from all scoring touchdowns. Led the league in touchdowns, yes or no? I believe that's true. He was. He, yes. he was. Yeah. 13.3 points per game and just uh, an unexpected boost from a backup running back. Mm-hmm. 14th round. Bad news, guys. We did not have a single steal. Not okay. good. Okay. Uh, 13th round. Kenneth Walker Jake. A great rookie running back that was not getting carries at the beginning of the year. Injury gave him an opportunity, and then he ended up with 14 points a game. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think I think part Solid. of that goes with, like you said, he wasn't getting those carries. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, like, he was a hot name to be drafted. Yep. 
and a lot yeah. of people dropped him. Um, yeah. Yep. Jake kept him, and it, it, it paid off, uh, though not enough. Then things got a little ugly. Round 12, we didn't have any steals. Round 11, we did not have any steals. So as I look there, I'm going, man, in the final nine rounds, there were only four steals. Yeah. I mean, but last year we had like 12. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know. It just are people getting smarter? So none, so none uh, of my rookie big swings hit. That's what it's saying. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. Not, That's where I used my, my NFL draft the, stuff. The, 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 the rookies weren't as popping as they were the year before. No question. You're and right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think our league, as we had mentioned, our league is getting better with drafting. I agree with both of those. I think it's more than one factor, but it was interesting to see. Like, I mean, Walker, Williams, Lawrence, Tua, those are our only four steals after round 10. But the minute we got into round 10, there were steals everywhere. From from 7 to 10, that's when people really made their money. And you're going to start to see some names really popping up here. Uh, in round 10, I got Burrow, 24 points a game. Mm-hmm. Huge. Casey got Pollard, 16 points a game. And Michael got Michael Sa- or uh, Michael Sanders. Miles. My- bleh, listen to me. I'm saying Michael like it's him. Miles Sanders, pardon me. Uh, and no one, I mean. 13 points a game. Out of where ESPN projected him to be drafted, he probably fell at least 20 spots. Yes. Why, why was that? Uh, injury Burn people before he missed all of the preseason with injury, and uh, you didn't know if he was going to be more of a committee, yeah. Fair enough. Um, round nine, once again, three people Brian Ayuk, great, mm-hmm. great late season push from him after uh, especially Purdy seemed to have a connection with him, but he just became a stud when when Debo, after Debo went, went down, yep. Okay, um, Lockett. Who we all mocked Casey for? Yeah, uh, I know. I'll, I'll eat some crow there. Ayuk had 13 points a game. Lockett had 15 points a game. Mm. And then Tamal, your boy Devonta Smith. Rachel snagged him in the ninth round. Mm. You said very up and down season. You're right, but he did average 15 a game. Yeah. Okay. Pretty good. The eighth round. There's Casey making his money again. Casey shows up for the third time here. Ramondre Stevenson, 15 points a game. Really solid running back. Uh, missed a little time, but really played well. And then Joel makes her first appearance. Christian Kirk uh, got a lot of money. People kind of mocked the Jaguars for it. He averaged 14 points a game. Pretty good number one receiver. Yes. Not bad. Not bad. Um, and in the seventh round, our last steal round, uh, I would I would argue biggest steal of the entire thing, Rachel. Jacobs. Jacobs. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge. I, that was her winner because that was her second or third back. And he became a monster. I think he was yes. number two behind Eckler. He was 19.3 points per game and had a couple absolutely mammoth weeks that were winners just with his performance alone. Did he win the rushing title? Oh, I don't know. It's funny. I, I, you know, we have all these stats. And I don't even know that. I'm looking it up now, Matt. Um, Cooper was also in the seventh by Michael, uh, night 14.5 points a game. And then Tamala, your first appearance on the list. Uh, you had Jalen Hurts. Jacobs won the running title. Very good. Uh, the backup to your MVP, uh, of Trey Lance, 
ended up doing a, a little better. The actual MVP, perhaps, uh, had 26.7 points per game. That's pretty good in the seventh round. A lot of quarterbacks went ahead in that. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I mean, not, and I don't, I don't think there's necessarily a good way to do this. Um, but that would, that would be the next step in looking at these stats is how much of a steal. But like, this is what you're trying to look at. Say that again, Smith. He's probably fifth. Allen's Mahomes. He was third. He, he he was no 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 drafted. Oh, uh, seventh round. I bet he was a little higher than fifth. Yeah, I mean, so like, th- I mean, that's the thing. I'm sure it, Lamar went. I'm sure Herbert went. I'm sure like there were there were some names that went. Kyler might have gone ahead of him. Yeah, I mean, Russell but, Wilson might have gone ahead of him. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, I I I understand how you you did this, and I think it was it's probably the best way to do it. Like, I can't, I don't have a better way to do it. But like, I get it. I'm calling it. You're saying because if Tamala we went back trying. now, Tamala, somebody would have drafted him in the first three rounds. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. And you're trying. I'm saying you would have done that at the beginning of the year. I'm saying knowing what we know now. Yeah, I mean, I yes. guess. I, well, you, there's no guessing. You want your 27 point a game quarterback. <laughs> yes, but I, I, the the difference between the quarterbacks is not. I'd I'd much rather stock up on some of the other positions. Mm, it drops off. Okay. It drops I, off. You've looked at this closer than I have. I have. I have top five. There's only one guy with 20, and then we start getting into 19s. Okay. And there's a lot of guys in the 19, 18 range. So your guy was getting 27 a game, man. That's eight extra points a game. Yeah. It is. Okay. That matters. Yeah, that matters. Um, so Casey, Rachel, leading the way with three steals each. Uh, I think that's key. You know, yeah. because we look at Casey's team and say he didn't have any massive players, but he had some really good ones that made their way into later rounds. You know, sure. it was Pollard, it was Lockett, it was Stevenson, and it made and it, what it, what it's doing is is it's making up for the Najee Harris that did it. Well, and it's happen. making up for his injuries because he got absolutely hammered with injuries, but he had such great later picks. And Rachel had really good early picks and then really good late picks, and so it really was excellent. Michael and Jake they also had two steals. Michael benefited from that. Jake not so much. Scarano. Buddy, I'm sorry. You were, the, you were the only one on, on the list that did not have a steal from rounds 7 through 19. Yeah. Yeah. It hurts. Um, we were much better at drafting this year. I, I just put that out there. I really do think we were better as, as a league. Yeah. I'm in. All right. Uh, two quick things to go. Uh, I did look at rounds one through six, and I picked the two biggest busts or injury-related busts Biggest letdowns, if you will, for one reason or another, for each round. Uh, it could have been more than that, but I picked the two highest ones per round. Okay. All right. Round six. Uh, J.K. Dobbins. That's a Michael Thomas one mm-hmm. who missed countless, countless games. And I know he was injured, but there was an expectation that he was going to come back and be the number one back. And he really let Michael down. Um, and then Tamala. I'm sorry, but Allen Robinson was yes steaming oh, it's an epic one <laughs> it's your only it's your only appearance on the you, list. i mean like you just would have thought on a super bowl championship team that like did do well and it really kind of exposes some of the lack of depth that the rams have yeah tamala here's the good news i never have to say your name in this category again you did really well other than that yeah 
<laughs> All right. That is not the case for some other people. Round five. Uh, you got Colin and you got Jake. Colin drafted Marquise Hollywood Brown, and he was injured and not that great when he was playing. Hardly played at all. Uh, had some very good weeks, but not very consistent. And then Jake had Brandon Cooks, who had had a really good year the previous mm-hmm. year, but used to get a lot of volume. Yep, in the PPR. You know, he's saying he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. Why would you sign with the Texans? <laughs> a great question. Uh, maybe he won't be next year. Rachel making her only appearance on the list, uh, although he came back and actually had some good weeks at the end. In round four, she drafted Cam Akers. Super strange situation. Mm-hmm. Sent away from the team for Weird. a while. Who knows what was going on there. Strange. And then Jake, just bad luck because it was a great pick. Brees Hall. Yeah. I mean, when we keep looking at Jake's team, you're going, oh, man, he got burned by Cooks in the fifth. He got burned by Brees Hall in the fourth. That sucks. That killed him. That killed him. Um, On to the third. Hey, I get to make an appearance. How lovely. My man, Kyle, I suck at football pits. Uh, Really awesome performance by him. And then Casey with the unfortunate luck of Javonta Williams tearing up his leg early in the season. Mm Mm-hmm. It's played every game and was awful. Uh, if I had made a better choice in round three, I mean, I, I just, I, I have a nightmare about where what I was doing there. I, I just had such hype on him, and I was so wrong. So, so wrong. Third tight end taken. Third tight end taken. Third, third round. And the, the real NFL draft hype on it was on. Yeah, I mean. yeah killed me. Uh, in the second round, Casey makes another appearance. So he has a second and third round pick that didn't play very much at all. He had Debo. Uh, just mm-hmm. wasn't bad when he played, but didn't play consistently and then had no quarterback thrown to him. And then Colin had Swift. You know, he made up for it with, with Williams later. But I know for a while there he was balancing both. That makes it very hard. Who do you pick? I, I get it. Yep. Especially um, with Williams getting all the goal line looks. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Snaking all those TDs. Yeah. Um, and then in round one, myself, you know, I had the Cooper cup and then maybe worst of all is Brian, his only appearance on the list, but it was a crusher. Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. I think that might actually be one of the biggest stories of the fantasy season. Like he was the consensus number one. Yep. By far. And yeah. Even yep. when he yeah, was, no, was there. Right pick. he just got, he got burned as, uh, as he did. Yep. So that means Jake busted on three of his top six picks. And if there's any question why he didn't quite make the playoffs, I think that explains it. I mean, he's a great big, so it's just. But Casey, Colin, and myself, three playoff teams, busted on two of their top six picks. I don't know. I, I would I would put Kate, I would not put you on there with Cup. And I would put Casey on there with Najee Harris. Nah, it's not even close. It's not even close, and I'll tell you why, because I did the math. Here you go. In round one, here was the final ranking for every position. Four points scored. Jonathan Taylor, 33rd running back. Well, that's insane. Christian McCaffrey, second running back. Eckler, first running back. Henry, fourth running back. Najee Harris, 14th running back. Bad, but next, Jefferson, first wide receiver. Cook, 11th wide receiver. Cup. 23rd wide receiver. Uh, 
I, I'm that, I don't even think that's close. No, Be, and I, I and I will tell you why. Cup was the best player at his position while he played. Yes, seven weeks, eight weeks. Mm-hmm. You, you would not have had your record. You would but, not have had your points scored. No, you. It, it, I cup. I'm, cup I'm gonna disagree with you. Games. I'm just Harris gonna disagree. Not help Casey win games. I, I well, I disagree with you there for sure. But uh, all of Jay's busts. Let's so let's just clarify this though. Jay's busts are coming primarily. We're all injury. Am I, am I correct, Jake? I'm saying of all of your entire list as you were going through rounds one through six that you were mentioning before, the, every the single one was injury related. The majority: Robinson, Cooks, Acres, Pitts, Taylor, non-injury. Yeah. And then it, just to finish out the first round, Diggs was the fourth-ranked wide receiver, and Allen was the second-ranked quarterback. Uh, Harris would have been my next pick, but I, I don't think a consistently playing top 15 running back is as bad as a missing half the season 23rd-ranked wide receiver. I still – Jay, the one that I'm having trouble getting over, and I'm sorry to go, keep going back to it, though, is Brian's Taylor one. Oh, yeah, it was the worst. It was oh, the worst. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I mean, like – but like I, I think honestly, like I, the number I one overall to the thirty third running back, and by the way, had some injury, but not not a ton. Yeah, I know. That's no, and I, 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 I think you're spot on with your other one. I just, I, I think Harris was a bigger bust because Cup was so good, and he was so important to your team. Those weeks he played. And I understand he got injured relatively early. Mm-hmm. But you did have him for more than half the season. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not looking at it for the importance. I'm looking at it for overall performance. And if I could have had a, a crappier player that played all 15 weeks, it would have been a lot more helpful. Uh, you can find crappy players in the waiver wire. Uh, yeah, but I'm talking about a crappier first round player. Like, give me, give me the, give me the fifth ranked wide receiver or something like that. You know, and, and this is this was a very interesting list because, you know, we we go back after week three or so. I mean, we were talking about how disappointing all the first a lot of these guys. Are <laughs> yeah, except yeah. for like, I mean, yeah. So the last stat I have is that we looked at this in the exact same way last year for round one. And in round one last year, we we had a really hard time, mostly due to injury. In round one last year, only one of the 10 picks was in the top five for their position. One? Only one. I mean, that... That's, that's insane. That's insane. And as you heard, as I went through there, clearly we had some that didn't make it this year. But this year, we were five of the 10 that had top 10 picks at their position. It was Christian McCaffrey. It was Austin Eckler. It was Derrick Henry, Justin Jefferson, Diggs, and Allen. So there were definitely a a lot more happy people with their first-round picks. And, you know, that definitely... uh, And you're saying, JT, just to clarify, you're doing top 10 within position. Mm-hmm. Top five. Top five in position. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Which right, you would, you, which you would hope for in a first round pick. Yes. Yeah. All right. And there we go. I have wrapped the stat. I love it. I love it, Jay. You know, th- thank you, JT. I mean, as Sharana said, one of the favorite episodes of the year. Um, you go into so much detail, and I don't even want to know how much time you spend. In his basement. In his basement. Not as much time as you think. It's really not. Once you got the template set up, it's not bad. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I agree. If you you know what you're looking for, and you're not just going around fishing with numbers. Yeah, took a lot the first time. Not so hard next couple. Okay. Okay. Right. And, and this brings me to the saddest point of the entire year. That is rough. Draft. Well, and, and just before I wrap it up, everyone, please participate in the Scarano Playoff Challenge. <laughs> do you do you want to uh, give a quick recap of the Scarano Playoff Challenge? Just you know, it's just a quick ten bucks to Michael Thomas. You pick against the spread on all the games; they're all pictured in there. We go against the opening line spread because we don't want to have any type of moving spread whatsoever. So if you think something weird is going to happen with an injury or something like that, just hammer it when you can. Um, give it to Michael. We've had it go up to, I want to say, $120 before on a $10 bet. You could even spread it to friends. So uh, all money due by 12 o'clock? On Saturday. 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 Yeah. Noon on Saturday. And then can you uh, – and you posted the lines in the chat. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I will repost it just for good yeah, measure. Yeah, definitely repost it. There's two, two things that come to mind before I wrap up here. Uh, one is just a procedural one. I think we continue to do a great job of making this league better. I think it's one of the reasons that this is my favorite league of all the leagues I'm in to participate in because people do actively try to help to make this better. Uh, but I, I know that there's been many times that we say, I wish that we could continue to do so right after the season. So I don't want to let the momentum die. I'd like to get the rule proposal sheet out there. I'd like people to be thinking uh, about like, hey, do we need to put in a contingency for what happens if games are canceled? You know, we thought it was going to happen with COVID and here we had it with an even weirder situation. Uh, Do we need to be thinking about the elimination of some of these other positions or the the decrease of a bench or the increase of a bench or the change in the waiver policy or anything else? Um, Let's get that ball rolling now. And then if we can find a time next weekend, where there's a game going on that is not involving the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Bills. I think that covers the only teams of people that root that are in the playoffs. Sorry, Steelers, Browns, Packers fans. Uh, but then maybe we could do it at halftime. Say, hey, halftime, 2 o'clock, come in, let's talk, let's debate. And I would really I, like I, to I, do that. With the rule sheet, guys, I mean, I'll be the first one. Like, I throw a lot of stuff out there. Um, and just, you know, just get it out of your head, get it down. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. I, mean, I think that's really the biggest issue is just, is just jotting it down when you're, you're thinking about it. Agreed. Even if, even if like, like it become, if it, if it isn't quite fleshed out as well. Yep. Second thing, I'll be honest. I really miss the hot take. From me. Ms. Carano, I did. I, I, I enjoyed that every week. I look forward to see what in the world you're going to talk about. Uh, the dog bowl made like a one return this year. Um, but I think that was always a really fun way to end. And, and I would love for that to return next year. All right. All right. I'm going to try to bring it back. I'm going to try to bring it back. Been a busy year for me. Been a busy year. I missed a hot take too. Um, and I miss 
our guests. Uh, I mean, we, we had, I think we had one week where we had um, Brian come on. Yep. And, um, I think those weeks when we've had multiple people in the comments and the chat, fun. chat comments, fun. Fun. Um, I, I think that really helps too. I think that makes it more enjoyable. I mean, look, guys, I, I miss not being in the same school with you guys. I yeah. miss not, you know, being able to walk down and t talk about it. Hallway chats. But at the same time, like, this so is, this I, is I would stuff. like to do this regardless, even if, you know, no one watches. So, yeah. I mean, I'll yeah. put that out. Oh, I mean, Obviously. I assume no one's watching. <laughs> but when, when we do get the extra participation. It's fun. It's it, fun. It, it, I mean, that gets me real excited about yeah. it. Uh, and then, so I don't know. I mean, look, we do Tuesdays. Um, we, we do Tuesdays because, it's, you know, it's before waivers. Not that we ever talk about waivers, um, except for when you guys are trying to <laughs> you know, bring me in for getting but, uh, in shoot. Watering but, the garden. We got him anyways, man. I wouldn't worry about it. But I mean, that row. I don't know if a better a better day would be better for more people to watch. I mean, it's hard. I actually think you're still into getting it because you don't want to have it on a Monday night. So Wednesday yeah. would be it after waivers. Although, but I mean, we 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 had done it uh, uh, during Thursday night football a couple times. I don't like that though. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was kind of fun. I don't mind that. I mean, been game commentary. I like that there wasn't a game going on that day. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, but like, I don't know. Like, hey, do it later because you know we're putting the kids to bed, or do it earlier because, you know, I mean, we we are limited with when we can do it. I mean, I, I know I know sometimes. None of us are living the bachelor life here, man. I got you. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, if you guys see something, I mean, look, we're open to ideas. Yep, I like that. Okay, that sounds All good, right. fellas. I enjoy this every year. Uh, I, I'm going to continue to push in the chat. Let's see if we can find a, a rules meeting. Maybe with, maybe open and especially with the playoff challenge, guys. Yeah. Yep. Playoff challenge. That'll be good. That'll go in the chat, guys. Especially yep. if we get some money going on this. All right. Let's do All it. Guys. All right, guys. This is season seven. Signing off. Have a great year. Um, and uh, if your team's in the playoff, good luck. Yeah, good luck. Congratulations. Good luck next year. Um